Hello, and welcome to In the Studio with Anne podcast. I'm Anne, and thank you for listening. So coronavirus, I want to talk a little bit about this um, and homeschooling. I have four kids, um, three of which were in school. Now my youngest, or not my youngest, my second to youngest, was she's only three. So her learning is pretty simple. My son, who's five, is in kindergarten, and my oldest is seven, and she is in the first grade. So we send our kids to a Montessori school here where we live, and it's amazing. Um, We started there um, in the toddler room when all of our kids were two, two and a half, I would say, and we did not intend on staying there. We... um, decided that when my oldest was in kindergarten, we would send her to public school, kindergarten, and it did not go well. Now, this podcast is not about whether you should send your kid to public school or private. Um, I know there's a lot of people that send their kids to public school, and it works for them. I'm talking to those that specifically feel like maybe it's not working for you, and maybe you're not realizing there's a different option for you. And Montessori is um, a really good option. I fully support all of my friends at homeschool as well because I feel like of the three, public, Montessori, or homeschool, homeschool and Montessori have very much the same ideals and philosophies that we do as parents. So it was important for me to continue to infuse my children in an atmosphere where the the way that we feel in their daily life and what we how we interact with them is where they're going to be during the day because especially when they go full day and they're away from you for such a long period of time for me as a parent it's important that that's what's happening that they're in an atmosphere where i feel like um it's very much the same to how we feel as parents and the way that we're nurturing them at home. Because when you think about it, that's a really long time for your child to be away from you. And for me, I feel like public school um, just was not the right fit for Haley. And I don't think it really is the right fit for the rest of my kids. I For that, I don't know. Because as a parent, something that I fell into the trap of early on and have to continue to remind myself of is that not every child is the same. Um, so I don't know, we're going to take it day by day, but what I love about the Montessori philosophy and especially right now being in this sudden transition of we, our entire routine and everything about our day to day has come to a halt and we are suddenly in a situation where we feel the need to prepare for whatever it is that this is bringing to us each day it seems to be a new update and new guidelines that we have to adhere to but we're suddenly having to homeschool our children and and feel that we need to provide them with what they need to continue to learn so this can be very stressful and the first thing i want to remind you is that Your kids are going to remember this forever. You know, this is a pretty big deal right now. And this is something that your kids are going to tell their kids. Um, They're going to, especially if they're a little older, that they can remember. Now, my two-year-old or my three-year-old, you know, 
won't, I'm sure. Um, but I think my five and seven year old are going to have memories of this <clears throat> for years to come. So let's take a breath and realize that, you know, what do we want our children to remember from this? And I say this not pointing the finger. I say this because I'll be honest. Last week was rough, rough. Uh, I emotionally had so much that I was trying to digest about this. And I'm one that if I'm not in control, I feel pretty helpless. This is a situation that has really stripped us of a lot of control, a lot of, you know, certainties. And as far as protecting my children and knowing what's to come down the road, I tend to try to be a very, very prepared and person. And this has changed a lot of that. So I think that the first thing we need to remember is just, you know, allow ourselves the time to digest all of this. And last week was hard because I, f- I put a lot of pressure on myself to very quickly have their routine established within the home as to what that's going to look like now that they're home and have everything figured out as far as like being prepared in my home for what could come if we are locked down. <clears throat> so I want to talk about why I'm very thankful that I have the Montessori Academy as um, a co-partner with educating my child. Because first of all, I, I've posted on my page the um, co-author app, and they have a lot of great materials, and you can receive something weekly from them. And she spoke today or yesterday in an IGTV And I thought it really, really struck home for me in a lot of ways. Um, I shared that on my page or my story, which is at Ansha, which is A-N-N-E-S-C-H. It's just the beginning three letters of my last name. I don't make people spell the whole thing. So go there and check it out, the IGTV. And I'm kind of going to collaborate on that because she mentions in there how people are reaching out to her to get a curriculum for homeschooling their kids at home. Because I think right now a lot of families are feeling pretty lost because their kid went to school and now they're home. And what does it look like to educate your child? You know, I don't know how much public schools are providing to families. I can't speak to that because I'm not in the public school setting right now. But what I can tell you is Montessori... And the the reason why I send my kids there is because the number one thing that Haley felt last year in kindergarten was that she just wasn't known for who she was. Montessori, because they have a smaller class setting and the teacher's philosophy is different and they take your child as a whole and their emotions um, very much into consideration, they know your child specifically. They don't just know the curriculum that, that they need to provide to that child. And this isn't to say that any teacher out there that teaches for a public school setting doesn't know their children. Um, I know a lot of teachers that teach in a public school setting, and they're amazing, very, very amazing. And I can't, this isn't to say that what they do is minimized at all. I'm just speaking to our situation and how Haley felt specifically for us because If I could pick for my kid to be in any teacher's class at any school, you know, 
maybe I would pick one of those teachers, but I can't do that. We're in a district and you have to go to that district at that school. So I'm not speaking to um, any of that. What I'm speaking to is that she did not feel like her teacher knew her as an individual and knew how she worked in as far as her personality and how she learned because you have a classroom full of kids that have to learn a specific amount of things but the thing is not every child learns the same and not every child is the same and I don't believe that every child is ready to move on to the same work every single day because that was not true to Haley although she is extremely intelligent and smart and she's above you know, her, um, level in a lot of things, she was having trouble learning in the public school setting and and being told to move on to certain things, especially math in the way that they wanted her to. Um, but since going to Montessori, she is thriving because they know her as an individual and they meet each child where they are. So when your child goes to school at Montessori, at least the setting where my child goes, they are getting a specific work chart and a plan of action for what they need to do that day based on where they are. Every child comes in and they have a work box and they work on individual things. Not every child is being told to work on the same thing every time, every day at the same time. So each child has their own work chart based on where they are and If one child's ready to move on, they move on. If another child's not, they don't. Especially at this age, if you're moving a child to something they're not ready for yet, it can cause a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety. That is the foundation of that child for the rest of their life. So this specifically happened with math last year where Haley just wasn't ready to move on to subtraction. She was ready to move into more complicated things in addition, but not subtraction yet. And there's a lot of... um, Studies that show that if you move a child to subtraction too quickly, it can really do a lot of damage. And I realized when I started seeing a lot of high anxiety in her that not only came from social anxieties of her being shoved into situations too quickly that she wasn't ready for and there wasn't enough guidance, um, it was also her learning caused a lot of anxiety. And when I was able to establish this, it made a lot of sense. So Haley also loves the materials that they give you at Montessori. It's not just workbooks every day. It's not just sheets of paper that you write on. It's tangible items that you can touch and feel. And I can say as a 40-year-old, I wish I had these growing up. Even now, they're helping me. So Haley, when she does her math, she also has what's called a stamp game. And that stamp game is actual tangible pieces of materials that she can actually place them out in front of her. And it's self-correcting and it helps her figure out how to get the answer to the problem. And then she also learns how to do it on the sheet of paper. So she's learning in two different ways and her brain is absorbing that so much better. Um... You know, she gets to be, same with my son who's doing kindergarten. You know, they're going to, he's an early kindergartner. I started him early because I felt like he was ready. He only turned five in October. Um, 
he would not have met the cutoff for public school, but they did do kindergarten with him this year. And next year when he goes into the elementary program, they're going to meet him where he is. So I don't have to have the stress of, is he going to be ready? Is he going to keep up? Because every child learns where they are. It's the gift of time is what you're giving your kids, the gift of time, the gift of them doing things in their time when they are ready. Homeschool does this as well. And when I I have friends at homeschool and this is what they do with their children, they give them the gift of time. They give them, they find what that particular child is passionate about. And nobody knows that more than a parent. Um, So that's what I love about homeschooling and the Montessori way because You know, if you can give your child an outlet to learn, but do that through something that they're super passionate about and love to do, they are going to want to do it. And they're not even going to know they're learning. I mean, we do this with my son. And at school, we'll, you know, we'll talk to him about how what he's learning. And I mean, he's so excited and he doesn't even realize that what he's been doing is math or whatever. Like he just looks at it as that's something fun I like to do. But he, but he is learning at the same time and it's such a beautiful thing um so nobody knows your child better than you so as a homeschool parent i think this is a beautiful thing and montessori setting the teachers want to know your child as a person they want to communicate with you to know what is going on in their life what are they struggling with how can we help them when haley went back to elementary program after kindergarten it was a rough go for a little bit because she was pretty damaged from the public school setting. Um, and I say that just because it just wasn't right for her. Um, I'm not dissing the school. Um, I'm not saying it's a bad school at all. I mean, I'm just saying it wasn't a good fit for Haley. But it did. It did a lot of damage. So <clears throat> they were very kind in getting to know Haley. Um working with her where she was at, letting her come in. And if she felt overwhelmed, you know what? They let her do something that made her feel at peace and, and let her calm herself a little bit first, they, which is writing, journaling. And I gave her a journal that allowed her to write her emotions and circle a little face and talk about it. And so she took that to school and they loved that tool that I sent in and they gave her the same tools. The difference as well too is, um, and I don't know if this is every Montessori school, but I know at mine, they have a counselor come in and rather than just having a counselor in a room that kids know they can go to if they need to, which I feel like every kid should be in the counselor's office just because I think... The, the, I think every counselor should be going to every classroom and teaching a lesson <clears throat> because that's what they do at Montessori. They have a counselor come in and she sits down every Friday and she teaches them a lesson and she spends time with them and she talks to them. And, you know, I will say that, you know, Haley didn't know that sometimes the, the feeling she was feeling meant I, I should go talk to a counselor or I need to talk to somebody because she shuts down and she internalizes everything. But the fact that that counselor was there just teaching a lesson and speaking to her and she could sit there and listen and not even have to share how she felt and that felt safe was monumental for Haley. I think it has helped leaps and bounds with um, providing her with knowledge that she needs that is also matching up with what she's hearing from us at home. So that has been something very unique that we are thankful for. And in this crisis, I feel like 
I made last week so much more difficult than what it needed to be because, you know, Haley independently just knows how to learn and Lucas because of the Montessori way. And that's just sort of um, the beauty of it. It was something that I really appreciate is the teachers took the time to make sure that we got their materials, their work boxes. So they have things at home that are consistent with what they were doing at school every day and that make them feel comfort. Um, Haley was really excited when she got her work box because she really enjoys having those things at her disposal to be able to go to now. And, you know, we found different times and sort of out of the box thinking for ways for Haley to be learning. Um, she likes to have some time to stay up after her siblings go to bed. She sits on a couch that's in our in our bedroom that she likes to be in with in our room in her own place where she could stay up and read. She's almost read a whole chapter book that she got from the library at school right before this all happened. Um, she likes to sit and do her workbooks then. And she likes to, you know, just pick, she's the, I think that the biggest thing I took away from the co-author app as well, and what they do at Montessori is they allow them to be um, the author of their story. They, they let them lead um, with that gentle guidance that doesn't really seem like it's control. Um, it allows them to guide. Doesn't mean your child isn't learning. It doesn't mean your child, you know, I don't think they need you to come in and tell them what to do, when to do, how to do it. They don't need that. They just need you to go behind them, watch them, listen to them, um, find what they're passionate in, and you gently nudge them towards, you know, things that could be an academic learning process in those areas. Um, I usually don't even call it like um, learning. I We call it like work, get your work, um, things like that, I think are little differences. And, and I'm not really, um, I feel like when I reach out, I reached out to Haley's teacher and I was amazed the fact that she got back to me with some things that we could do that are specific to Haley. Um, it's not just, just throwing something out there. She's helping to keep things consistent, um, specific for her, but with my help as well. I created my own work chart at home that kind of also incorporates helping at home and things um, but the biggest thing that I would say I'm focusing on is family dinners because that was something that with the hustle and bustle of life and always being out and about, family dinners kind of started to be something that I always wanted but didn't really happen. So family dinners are something that I'm making an important part of our day and being very specific about right now because it not only provides us that time together, which yesterday we did afterwards we did Haley's spelling test. It allows my husband to be involved, which he loves to do. Um, and her teacher is going to give us her next set of words. And she also wants to see which words. I think there was one word on there, two words that she struggled with. So she wants to know what those are. She can make some notes of that for her um, notes. And she's also given us some new math things to do specific to where Haley is but she thinks that everything else we're doing is great and I think that I love that they come beside you and they want to join you in 
parenting. They don't want to just kind of take them on for the day and say, hey, we got this. And you're kind of, I feel like as a parent last year, I was very disconnected with what they were even learning every day, um, what was going on in their day. I felt like the school sort of made me feel like, hey, we got this. They're, they're ours for these hours. They're yours for that hours. And there was really no communication. And as you know, having friends that are divorced, that's not a good way to be. I mean, even though they co-parent and they're not together, there has to be that communication and not have that gap. So I kind of felt like that's what it ended up being last year where there just wasn't, I didn't really feel like I knew enough about what was going on to even be able to help Haley at home when there was struggles and issues. Um, and there wasn't the ability to say, well, look, I don't feel like Haley's able to be doing this or this is a struggle for her because it's, it's the curriculum. It's what, that's what they're supposed to do that day. So they have to do it. So, you know, I feel really good about the fact that I feel blessed that we have the Montessori Academy on our side, working with us together to, um, you know, help us educate. And that in this time, I'm not really super stressed about them being behind, because when they get back to school, I know that their teachers are going to meet them where they are. They're going to reassess and they're going to have the grace and patience with them. And they're going to also be listening to their emotions about how they felt about this crisis and not just throw them back into learning. Um, but they're going to care about, you know, how did this impact your feelings and your emotions? And they're going to talk about real life stuff that's really important. And again, is a foundation for our kids down the road and, and how they handle and cope with things and stresses. And um, so if I could leave you with anything, it would be just to, you know, take some time to find something that um, brings you joy, allows you the opportunity to take some time to really think about letting go some of the stress and the pressure that you have to be teaching your children. Um, think about all the opportunities you have that don't require technology, that those things are good and putting our kids in front of those are, can be good, but with moderation. I only have a select few things that we're going to do online. The rest of the things are all going to be just living life, being outside, um, finding ways to make our day-to-day -day a learning atmosphere and of bringing back the family dinners, having some things at the table that the kids can work on and talk about while, you know, after we eat, while we're all together, um, and focusing on healthy habits, healthy foods, continuing to make sure kids are understanding more than anything. This can be a huge learning lesson in healthy eating, foods, how foods can become medicine for your body and what they do to keep you healthy and all things that, you know, we need to know. And maybe this is a good opportunity to continue that in learning and just know that that is teaching your child just because it might not fall under a specific academic and your child will be fine. They're not going to get behind. Every child learns at their own pace, um, in their own way. So give them the gift of time, give them the gift of looking at where they are and finding ways to meet them there, come alongside them and let them guide you in the way that they want to learn. Make it fun and stress-free. It doesn't mean sitting at a table or a desk with a pencil and a piece of paper. They can learn outside. 
Um, my kids can take things wherever they feel comfortable to learn. Um, think about outside the box time frames that doesn't have to be all during the day. It can happen in other times when they feel comfortable or when they want to do it. So I just wanted to leave you with that as a mom who has really been having to take a lot of time to think about this stuff right now because all of a sudden everything has changed and hard to digest it. So as I digest it, I just wanted to share. I hope you're staying safe. I hope you're staying healthy and I hope you're staying home um, so that we can hopefully get back to life. But in the meantime, let's enjoy this time. Let's enjoy the slow. Let's enjoy the peace and let's not let fear completely consume us. Until next time.